welcome back. Episode 81. We are back on our regular schedule. <laughs> <laughs> always. We we are always back on our bullshit. It's true. Yeah, we are, in fact, um, back to our regularly scheduled programming, our normally numbered episodes after our little um, you know, our bats intermission last week. So back at it. Um, what's new with you? Uh, I'm in Tulsa this weekend, mom's birthday, just like helping my parents out with some stuff. So yeah, I'm recording in Tulsa. Hell yeah. Love that. I am, uh, I'm just chilling. Andrew's out of town this weekend. He's on his, uh, his bachelor party that's not a bachelor party aka it's him and his dad and brother and grandpa golfing um so they're doing that this weekend super lit i know <laughs> um, so i'm here with thomas thomas is having the worst weekend ever because dad's gone and he's devastated emotionally but you know we're we're doing it we're getting by <laughs> well, that's good it's been fun though. I've been getting to catch up on my shows, you know, it's like all my shows that like Andrew doesn't want to watch. So that's always fun. Just watching like whatever the fuck you want. Um, and went out and got dinner with, with the girls last night. So that was chill, you know, and yeah, it's been a good time. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Philip was in this week and he had Chihuahua over. So Jazz was traumatized by chihuahua that's really like not that aggressive for by like chihuahua standards yeah chihuahuas are nasty normally (laughs) like it's still like she'd like if jazz got too close she'd like kind of nip a little bit but like jazz was like terrified like oh my god what is this thing yeah yeah well poor jazz (laughs) it's always the little ones that are mean like always the big ones are always sweet and they're always like what are you doing and then the little ones are like i'll kill you (laughs) like (laughs) I know Jazz was more like, can we play? And then the Chihuahua was like, no, stay away from me. You're going to kill me. Yeah, no, I mean, Buster was like that too with big dogs. Buster was like, fuck you, I'll kill you. Like, I'll slit your throat. Like, (laughs) and the big dogs were like, are you okay, my dude? Like, (laughs) did you guys get your uh, wedding certificate this month? We did. Yeah. So they're good for, yeah, they're good for 90 days. So we we picked it up uh, this week and yeah, we're all set now. So it's like, nice. yeah, I mean, it's real easy. You just have to like schedule an appointment and go to the, um, like the county administration building basically, and just pick up the certificate and like prove that you both are who you say you are and stuff. And then you don't actually like sign it or whatever until the, the ceremony, like the day of your wedding, but yeah, it's, it's here. We got it. It's all, uh, it's all becoming so real. <laughs> Can't believe it's less than a month now. Yeah, I know. It, like it hit in like one month this past week. That's when I like finally decided to get my measurements in. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like woke up on like March first and was just like, oh my god, it's a month away. Like <laughs> it's next month. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. I mean, everything's going really well. Everything's all like ready and stuff. Honestly, like I've just been doing little details here and there, but like nothing big. I don't know. I'm still not really like stressed or anything I'm just kind of like okay cool yeah it's like next month like finally I don't know it just it felt so far away for such a long time because we had like a decently long engagement that now it's like oh my god it's finally like close (laughs) like so yeah but it's exciting um anyway you want to get into some stories yeah let's do it so um I'm up first this week and I'm actually pretty excited because um, it wouldn't have been last week because we did nothing but Batman, but I think the time before we had discussed like the uh, experiences of um, 
sex shop workers. Yes. Oh my gosh. So I got, that's all mine this week is just the tales of sex shop workers. Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. I can't wait. (laughs) And I have more. So if we do like these, I can probably like squeeze another week out of them because like they're pretty great. This seems like a great topic just based on like the, the brief period of time I spent in the Hustler Hollywood. Like I can't imagine the type of things you see if you spend some quality time there. Like, (laughs) so I didn't know this was a thing. So like this might go through a couple of them, but, um, so the first one starts with, I worked at one for about a year and a half and mine closed at 3 a.m. due to county regulations. I guess there's some that are like open like 24 hours, like 3 a.m. But yeah, it looks like Damn. the closer you get to like in the middle of the morning, like things do not go well. Coming up on them late nights. Yeah. <laughs> oh. All right. Since the store is closed at three, drunk couples have the intense desire to purchase sex toys right when the bar is closed. And on mm-hmm. certain nights, the store gets popular during the last hour. We also had booths and a theater, which were both very popular for the more promiscuous patrons, usually closeted middle-aged men. For some reason, this was the most popular night I'd have ever had. Attempting to close at the store, clean it, and do an inventory was an absolute nightmare with everyone inside. Usually we would have like one or two people at this time. And I was working alone with at least 30 people in the store. I blame a chemical spill on the water supply. My supervisor uh, walked in to do the final check and could not believe the amount of customers. And he ended up running the register while I feverishly attempted to catch up. We were usually out by 3.15 and we were barely finishing up, uh, finishing up inventory at 3.45. The patrons were gone and it was time to leave. At about 4 a.m., when one more drunken idiot came in the store, this man was was in his late 60s, Hispanic, and very frail-looking. He had a mustache and reminded me of a Mexican Waluigi. While counting the money in the register, I hear my supervisor say, we're closed, sorry. Five seconds later, I'm going to butcher this, estamos cerrados, we are closed in Spanish. Five seconds later, what the fuck? So Waluigi had dropped his pants and revealed the biggest penis I've ever seen on a human. The thing was stolen from a horse. It was literally a third leg. It probably committed a war crime at some point by simply existing. (laughs) (laughs) I was crying already. (laughs) Oh my God. If it was not fully erect, it probably would have dropped close to his kneecaps. He was staring at my supervisor dead in the eye and stroking his penis slowly, caressing it like a sorcerer would an unruly dragon. I will never forget his mustache, his twitching eye. The entire situation was so fucking alien, I cannot forget any details. My supervisor screamed for him to get out, and after a few more hate strokes, he waddled back out the store, his pants still around his ankles. My supervisor and I looked at each other, realizing we had just saw Satan's unicorn. As we left the store and headed up to our vehicles, I feared something that I never thought possible, being beaten to death by a giant penis. Wow. Dear God, that's... It's graphic. <laughs> it really is. I like they just like put it out and like hate stroked. Like that's a new game changer. That I mean, God, the, the power move of all power moves. Like my God. Oh, geez, that's too much. Did you hear the uh, Dave Chappelle special about? Uh, he talked about like a homeless dude on a bus in D.C. who um, was like stroking on the bus, and someone like said something like, "Hey, man, stop that." And he like held the whole bus like hostage with his dick. No. 
like stand back stand back that, like, okay that off. is some shit that would happen on a dc bus though <laughs> like can confirm i've seen some things like oh my god that's my wild. favorite is the uh, there's one guy who tried to like they're kind of like rising up against him and one guy was like i'm gonna go tackle him so go guy, guy goes to tackle him and as he was like in midair the dude like releases <laughs> no and he was like, it was some shit out the Matrix. I was like, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. So yeah, that's like literally one of my biggest like uh, nightmares is to like get weird, worrying that like I'll like walk in on some like random dude jacking it, and I'm like, I don't know what to do because like it's a very frightening situation yeah that i i never want to be in that scenario like that it's truly one of those situations where like there's no good way out of this like there's no good option you just it happened and there you are yikes goddamn all right well my next one comes from our favorite subreddit um am i the asshole because it's been spicy lately Um, (laughs) all right so the title of this one is am i the asshole for banning my mother-in-law from my life after she said i slept with the father-in-law oh okay yeah yeah okay here we go so for context i met my mother-in-law and father-in-law before i met my boyfriend because i used to work for them he happens to be autistic and i noticed shortly after starting the relationship that everyone in his family always treated him like he was unable to do things on his own and pretty much tried to influence him into doing the things they wanted him to do career-wise job-wise quitting hobbies they consider childish etc i told myself i would never do this and i would always treat him like the adult he is so i encourage him to make his own decisions and i can tell he's grown a lot in the past five years of our relationship in fact i feel like we have both grown up back to his mom i always noticed she resented that i became such an important person for her son and that he started taking my opinion and input in matters so much into consideration but i always tried to be friendly with her talk to her in her own terms and and be close to her but as it usually happens it became more a pretend to be nice to your face and then trash talk about you behind your back kind of situation we've all been there Things really went down when my boyfriend let me borrow his car to go on a four-day college trip, and when she found out, she went ballistic because he never lends her the car to go anywhere. She started screaming and saying that I was just a manipulative bitch who had slept with half of our town before we met, and even his father, and because his father wouldn't continue the relationship, I started dating her son. This, of course, is a lie. (laughs) My boyfriend had a big meltdown from hearing this. And when I came back from the trip, he asked me to move. He asked me to move in with. With me for a while uh, in with. They probably like move in together, but they probably like mixed up the like pronouns that happens on like I'm the asshole sometimes. Yeah. um, Yeah, because he didn't want to be around her. So I, yeah, so boyfriend, so moved in, moved in with her and, and yeah. to clarify, she left a note that she's saying father-in-law and mother-in-law, even though technically they're only boyfriend, girlfriend, but just to make things simpler. So yeah, so um, boyfriend moved in with her because he didn't want to be around his mom after this whole thing went down. Um, this was months ago. I haven't talked to her again, blocked her on every social media and started going to therapy. My boyfriend is okay now. And he is on speaking terms with his mother. Now we are moving to a house of our own. Um, 
and his family is pushing for us to have a good relationship with the mother-in-law again. But to be quite honest, I don't want her in my life anymore. I understand she's my boyfriend's mom and she's always going to be in the picture, but I can't get past the fact that she would say the things she said, knowing how much those things would hurt her son just because he let me borrow his car and not her. <laughs> and it's be apparently it's because he doesn't trust her to borrow the car. So obviously I'm still mad, but everyone in my boyfriend's family says she's a good mom and that this was just a mistake she made and that I should let it pass and fix things with her. Am I the asshole for never wanting to talk to her again? What do you, I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I feel like she overreacted, but I don't know if it's like, like worth totally ending the relationship over or not because like I don't know like my mom was really against like anyone driving my car so I, like I get it to an extent and especially like working in insurance like I get why but like you don't have to like be like she's a whore who slept with the whole town and yada, including yada, yada. my husband <laughs> yes like, yeah it's extreme I don't know I I get like I totally get why this girl doesn't want to ever speak to this woman again like I totally get it but at the same time, I feel like if she's like going to stay with this man, like you're going to have to interact with this woman at some point, especially yeah. since like he has made like he has made up with his own mother. Like it's not like they both just cut her off and we're like, fuck this. Like we're not talking to your mom anymore. Like, I mean, if he's talking to her, like she's going to have to engage like at some point, you know, like what are you going to do? Just not go to a family gathering like ever again? Like. What I've had like um, girlfriends, parents who I felt like stepped over the line at certain points, but like I never really was like, I'm not gonna ever talk to him again because I just like figured like it's near impossible. Like they have to really like that line has to be crossed like pretty harsh. So I feel like name calling behind the back isn't necessarily like the end of that line, so to yeah. speak. Yeah, true, true. Yeah, it's um it's a tough one, but um an interesting situation. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't blame her feelings but it's just like yo it's his mom like yeah she's got to really do some bad shit for you to like pull that one yeah for real like yeah. the ones we read were like they like got DNA tests behind the back and stuff like that like that's like Dude, that's a lot are, if you want to end that one like go for it <laughs> unhinged like oh my god yeah <laughs> what's your next one so my next one's like not technically a sex shop but like it counts and you'll see like okay i'm excited it's weird okay so an older couple came through with sh with a shopping cart full of ky jelly and a pack of hot dogs amazing <laughs> i hope they were, were was this at like a target or something like oh I better hope. walmart man oh my god yes amazing <laughs> they clowned they cleaned out the entire stock of ky jelly there had to have been 45 to 50 tubes of it they said they had their rv parked in the lot and they were on their way north through colorado they tossed in a pack of bubble gum and then my shift at Walmart ended and I went to study for my job quiz the next day. <laughs> yes. Amazing. Beautiful. That's the end of it. But like, I just want to know what they were doing with like 50 like deals of KY jelly and like a pack of hot dogs. Maybe you don't want to know is the thing. <laughs> Maybe it's better to not ask questions in this situation. That's the thing is like, there's just like a lot of mystery and I'm like, they had an RV, they had hot dogs, and they had KY jelly. Like, they were gonna get up to some shit. Shenanigans for they sure. Were, they were back on their bullshit is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love that. That's beautiful. No, not a sex shop, but I mean, yeah, definitely fits. 
Oh man. Um, all right. So my next one is a, another, am I the asshole, but this one's on a wedding theme. Cause you know, we love a wedding moment these days. So here we go. Let's do it. Okay. I'm not going to tell you the title. I'm just going to read it. Uh, this happened this weekend, me being in my early thirties and my girlfriend in her late twenties. It's a man writing this. I was invited to a wedding ceremony of a colleague and could bring someone with me. I asked my girlfriend that I've been dating for a year if she would like to join me. And she was really happy because she apparently loves weddings. Since we don't live together, I drove to pick her up. So we'd have some time to spare before the ceremony. As she comes out, she looks really beautiful and has obviously put in time to fix her hair and makeup. She's also wearing an off-white dress that is rather ornate. As she got in, I told her that she looks stunning, but I asked if she could change to a different colored dress for the ceremony. I'm not one for etiquette by far, but one of the few things I've heard everywhere is that you should not wear a white dress to a wedding unless you're the bride. She became pretty upset and wanted to know what was wrong with her dress. I said that it would be inappropriate to wear a whiter off-white dress unless you're the bride. And that it's like wedding law or something, trying to be lighthearted about it. She rolled her eyes and said that it was an outdated tradition about women and virginity and that when her friends got married, everyone wore white and that it's not a big thing anymore. I told her that I don't know what the dress code is for the ceremony, but since it's not saying all white clothes, I still thought she should change to any color but white or almost white Um, because my colleague was getting married and we had no idea how she felt about it. My girlfriend then became really upset and told me that I was trying to control what she was wearing and that it was abusive, which honestly made me really upset and hurt. I said something along the lines of, fuck, well, you shouldn't go to a wedding with an abuser then. And then I told her to fuck off out of my car. She began to cry and wanted to apologize and give me a hug, but I just told her to get out, which she did. To clarify, we never left the driveway by her house. I did not drop her off in the middle of anywhere, like middle of nowhere or anything like that. I drove off and she called and texted me a bunch. I answered, I don't want to talk right now and then turned my phone off and attended the ceremony. The bride was the only one that was wearing white, so I feel as if my gut feeling was the right one. When I got home, my phone had blown up by text from her and her best friend saying that I was being inconsiderate and controlling and should apologize for my behavior. I vented to a few friends, most of them agreeing with me, but some have said that it was an asshole thing to tell her that she could not wear her dress because it had nothing to do with me. I feel as if I was in the right since it was my colleague's wedding and it was better to be safe than sorry, but I'm also not sure if I was being an asshole about the situation. So am I the asshole? Man, asshole, but he just like should have handled it a little bit better. Yeah, I feel like he kind of blew up there, but I feel like he's not the asshole. And I feel like she's then trying to like gaslight him by like saying he's an abuser. I was like, what? <laughs> like, like, no, she's just trying to follow rules of like common decency. Like, <laughs> that's unless, my thing is like, like if it was her friend, it would be different, I think. Yes. Yeah. And that's what she said. She's like, I, I had a friend's wedding and I wore white to that. Yeah, it's your friend. So yeah. if you know them and like they're okay with like you wearing white to the thing, like that's perfectly fine. But it's like his work friend, which makes it awkward because like you don't, I don't know. I feel like there's times you can push the line, but if it's like a work colleague wedding, like yeah. that's definitely not the time to be like pushing lines by any means. Exactly. Exactly. Like if you're the one who doesn't know anyone who's going and you show up in white. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like steer clear of anything remotely white. If you're going to a wedding, honestly, like it's really not that hard. Like, I don't understand what the issue is. Like, unless you like I said, specifically know, like this will not be an issue because it's like my friend's wedding. Like, for example, like my friend Rachel got married and her wedding dress was green. So she told people feel free to wear white because I'm not doing that. That's like not my thing. And we're like, 
cool. I mean, no one did. Cause still like it's a wedding. You just like, don't really plan to buy like a white dress for a wedding anyway. But yeah, I mean, she didn't care. So like in that specific case, like, sure, that would have been fine. But as a general rule, like, unless you specifically have talked to the bride, like just, just don't like, but yeah, this guy could have handled it a little better. I don't know. I feel like these two are not um, meant to be for like a number no. of reasons. They have some issues. <laughs> Yeah, like I'm saying, like, I don't think either one handled that situation 100%. He's not the asshole, but, like, saying, like, well, you shouldn't be with a fucking abuser or whatnot. Yeah, it's just, like... That's extreme. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit much. Yeah. What's your next one? Okay, so this one's, like, straight out of, like, a St- Stefan club scene. From, oh, like, my God. Starlight this Live. story has everything. It truly does. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, we may need to take some pauses because there's a lot crammed in this one. Okay, I'm ready. All right, so this was about 20 years ago. We had booths in the back and a theater attached, basically a movie seating with a widescreen TV. I would toss in videos from the front to play back there. Here's the thing. The lunch crowd was always kinkier than the nighttime crowd. Who the fuck goes to a sex shop theater during I'm, lunch? I'm already... Ooh. I was literally going to stop you. I'm already horrified. Like, I... <laughs> I'm gonna need to stop you at lunch. (laughs) Man, I just had a big meeting. Time to go jack off at the theater. I know who's just going on their fucking lunch break to just like bust one out at noon in the back of like a sex shop theater. Like, I cannot. I cannot. That's. I know it's like step one: go to Olive Garden, get some breadsticks. Step two: go to the Triple X theater, bust one out, hit that, hit that OG lunch special, and then just bust a nut. Like dear god oh man y'all yeah. need jesus <laughs> you really do i'm not that religious but i'm like yeah no like, i'm not religious really but god damn y'all <sighs> dude we're not even we're i'm sorry i know we stuff. literally just started okay jesus take the worse. wheel let's go <laughs> literally this next sentence there was a time when two midget prostitutes in the city got into a knife fight in my store <laughs> No, this is literally a Stefan story. Like this, this is a Stefan story. This store has everything. Like truly. Uh, oh my god. She okay. said there's also three cops, two male and one female, who would come in and kick everyone out of the theater and watch a movie just for the three of them for over an hour. <laughs> Were they having a threesome in there? Like, were they fully, they, like... They most certainly were. Right? Okay, damn. Yeah. That's I so weird. Were, the like, cops I bet they were, like, like, on the clock, too. Oh, yeah, where the cops were like, yo, everyone near needs to leave. We need to, like, pick up We need evidence. to investigate some suspicious activity. Every, we're going to have to close this crime scene. And then they just, like, like, go in there and they're having a fucking orgy. But, like, keep the movie going. That Like, we need the movie. Yeah, to, yeah, like, no, for don't, the, don't for stop evidence. the movie. Yeah, part of, part of the evidence. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, she's like, then there was also a time I forgot I had to work and went and tripping acid on a day when we got raided. Dude, that would be horrifying. That's my nightmare. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, like honestly like that's one of my biggest like things about like doing drugs is like I can't do it because like what if there's like an emergency or something like what if something comes up in your life and all of a sudden there you are like tripping balls and like you have to deal with some sort of like important situation or there's like a fucking crisis or something like 
just think about that. Like, I'm too paranoid. Like, I'm like, no, like, what if, what if like a fucking like family member dies or something? Or like, what if like, what if someone calls the cops and I have to talk to them? I mean, I have so many fears about this. There was a, uh, I'm looking it up right now. Um, There is a pitcher in the MLB who pitched a no hitter on, on acid. Okay. It's pitchers, pirates, pitcher, doc Ellis on 1970. He was like a huge druggie. And so he'd do like Coke on his days where he'd like be pitching, but he like mixed up his days. So he was doing acid, but he thought he was off that day and he realized he had to go pitch. So he pitched an entire game on acid, but managed to like pitch an entire no hitter game. Like it's It's insane. Yeah. (laughs) you know and like that works for some people so that's awesome like (laughs) that's great (laughs) he's like yeah it was great i know you remember what happened oh my god (laughs) i love that wow she said then a bachelorette came in and bought a stuff and then brought me back to their house to demonstrate the sex toys so many good stories oh my god (laughs) wait they were just like they're shopping and then they're just like okay now get in the car come with us yeah. oh and he's like i'm just gonna close the store down and i'm gonna go demonstrate this shit peace out like <laughs> oh uh, my god so since most people have posted oh. funny ones i'll leave a gross one the janitor was gone that day oh no this is already so bad I'm terrified <laughs> so i had to deal with fixing broken machines back in the booth area I knew what went on back there, but I never ventured in. Turns out my instincts were correct. I walked into a booth and discovered something that still today makes me a little queasy. On the floor, lying next to a pair of panties, there were two small from any adult, was a bone. Must have been a foot and a half long. I couldn't identify what animal it was from. The tip was coated with meat and shit and a great deal of blood. The bone itself had tooth marks on it where it had been gnawed on, and those were also coated with a shit and blood. I told myself I would never go back into that booth ever again. What the fuck <laughs> was happening in there? I'm sorry. Was there like a full-on cannibal like yeah. in this booth? Yeah. Army Hammer just literally was like, yo, I'm going to eat a knee in here. And just like and chewed yeah. on a leg. Oh, God. Someone went full Army Hammer. Yeah. I did. God damn. <sighs> yo, that's also, crazy. That's insane. That's wow yeah i'm just terrified also i just had the thought that like sex shop janitor sounds like the worst job you could ever get like it do- i don't think it gets lower than that honestly that's terrifying. so there is one story in here is rather short so i won't read it but essentially there was a guy who said that like there'd be like a customer who would come into the store whose like kink was like licking the floor <gasps> no yes no yes no i'm so upset right oh no that's, that's like really bad that's, that's how you get diseases though like that's, that's yeah and not that, even the fun way like that's not even the fun way to get those diseases no no there's like a good way and a bad way and they're choosing the bad way oh god mm-hmm. that's that's how you get like a new strain of covid honestly it is like that's terrifying Jeez. Well, I was trying to look up jizz in the sex store, and then I got super COVID. And then I got the super <laughs> Rona. Yeah. That's also how you get that new, like, antibiotic-resistant 
mm-hmm. like gonorrhea or whatever, like super gonorrhea. That's where it lives is on the floor of sex shops. Dear God. So yeah, there's like at least like 12 other stories that I haven't read on these and they're all like pretty wild. We may need a part two next week. I'm ready. I'll try. Wow. Yeah. I'm just like processing. Sorry. That was a lot. No, that one was like 50 all in one story. So, like every so sentence much. was a new journey. <laughs> truly a saga like a full saga i still into the midget prostitutes who got into a knife fight that's amazing that's brilliant and it literally sounds like something stefan would say about the hottest club in new york city like absolutely (laughs) it does i was like oh my gosh oh my god jeez also to clarify the writer was calling the prostitutes their sex workers were quoting just so no one gets mad oh true true yeah yes. i forgot about that so yeah midget and prostitute there's like probably like two there's words. a lot of issues there um yeah little people sex workers would probably be the proper term but true. yeah trying not to offend um also i love that we used to say like for cannibals like you like i feel like we'd say jeffrey dahmer would be like the default yes we've we've switched to army hammer now like army hammer is our new default for cannibals now just well, throwing like, out there did Jeffrey Dahmer have a sex thing into it? I thought he was just like more into it, the serial killer stuff. Whereas like Army No, Hammer Jeffrey Dahmer like... was trying to make like sex slaves. That's yeah. like he oh, okay. like he why he like drill into their head and stuff. Like because he wanted to like bang dudes, but he didn't like it when they actually moved or like talked back to him. And then when then when things get, went wrong and he ended up killing them by trying to make them like his sex slaves, that's when he decided to eat them. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Good times. Um, times. all right so my last one is just gonna lighten it up a little bit <laughs> good after cannibalism yes. in the sex shop we need somewhere to go yeah it's an am i the asshole but it's a lighter one i would say uh the title is am i the asshole for not tying my girlfriend's shoelaces <laughs> oh this will get interesting uh my um so i am a 24 year old male my girlfriend 24 year old female broke her hand recently We had dinner with some of my friends last night. She insisted on wearing shoes with laces. I asked her how she planned on tying her shoelaces if they got untied. She said she'd make me tie them. I told her I wouldn't and that she'd end up breaking her other hand. I'm guessing she thought I was joking because her shoelaces did get untied when we were out with friends and she told me to tie them. I laughed in her face and told her to tie them herself. She stared at me angrily like I did something wrong by refusing to tie her stupid shoelaces that I warned her about. I avoided her for the rest of the night. I noticed her shoelaces were tied on the way home, so she probably made some poor guy tie them for her. She slept on the couch last night and won't talk to me. Am I the asshole? (laughs) She, like, slept on the couch? It's just, like, such a ridiculous situation. Like, I... I love this because, like, on one hand, he does kind of sound like a dick. Like, just, your girlfriend has a broken hand. Just tie her fucking shoes for her. My God. So, like, he sounds like a dick, for sure. But at the same time, it is really funny that, like, she, like, insisted on wearing shoes that, like, tied. Mm -hmm. Like, (laughs) when she probably didn't have to and then, like, made a big deal about it. And, like, I don't know. It just, it's just, like, a funny image all around. (laughs) no i like it i just like how dramatic this story is it's for so like much how... drama. <laughs> i know the title sucked me in i was like what could possibly be going on here tell me everything <laughs> i like that she slept on the couch like you don't tie my shoes you don't love me <laughs> i i just love like the the breadth of like 
am I the asshole post? Yes. Because some of them are like, you know, literally like my husband impregnated another woman and they're having the baby together but they want you know me to be the nanny like am I the asshole for saying no you know like some yes. of them are just like insane and then other ones are like my boyfriend wouldn't tie my shoes <laughs> like <laughs> just have you, great <sighs> Kelsey and I talk about this one a lot have you ever seen the old it's like fairly old on the online about like the guy who was like on a flight and was observing the couple in front of him fighting because the girl was really upset and asking the boyfriend if like he would still love her if she was a worm. Oh my God. Yes. I joke about that one with Andrew all the time. Like, I'm like, Oh, look, it's me. Like <laughs> the girl like starts crying. <laughs> I know my favorite is Kelsey will see like a worm on the ground. She's like, are you going to leave me for her? <laughs> sorry I can't be her that's my other favorite thing to say like when Andrew's like oh that's a pretty bird or something I'm like sorry I can't be her (laughs) (laughs) yes it's it's great it's beautiful or like when you like spin wild scenarios and like you know just like hit Andrew with them out of the blue like I'll be like would you still love me if I woke up tomorrow morning and I had, you know, like <laughs> tree stumps for legs and no arms or something? Like I'll just make up shit. He's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's great being a being a very annoying, um, you know, fiance slash girlfriend. It's like a full time job. It's it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you guys stay on your toes. You always gotta come up with stuff out of left field so that they're just constantly like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> and then you're like, "So you wouldn't love me?" <laughs> yeah, I usually just laugh, and that will like take care of my problems like at least one half of the time. <laughs> Uh, well I mean you better still love Kelsey if she was a worm like you better Mm -hmm. I tell her she'd be a sexy worm yeah Andrew I Andrew says that I would be a dune sandworm and I'm like well thank you that's like the highest compliment you can give honestly so are that like weird sandworm out of like Beetlejuice it's like black and white yes I love that like the huge mouth thing yeah it's cool Fun fact, I've been trying to find a stuffed dune sandworm. (laughs) And ironically, they don't make them. And I'm like, really? And I'm like, like, you're making merch for this huge blockbuster movie. Like, how are you not making a stuffed giant sandworm? You know, like, how are you not doing that? But you can't buy one. There's like some custom made ones on Etsy that are pretty cute. That's cool. I mean, I just want like a big ass sandworm laying around my house. And what complicates the matter is whenever you try to look up like plush sandworm, you just get the Beetlejuice one, which is cool. You can get the Beetlejuice one. And I do like Beetlejuice, nothing against that black and white sandworm, but it's just not what I was looking for, you know? So it's, it's been a real struggle in my life and I appreciate you listening to this. Like (laughs) legit spent like 20 minutes the other day, like looking for like a stuffed sandworm online and came up with zero results. It was extremely disappointing. No, did I ever tell you this super specific toy I wanted as a child? No, what is it? So like what my parents thought was funny, what they would do is like, they'll just like, they're like, write whatever the hell you want down, like on a Christmas list. Yeah. And so I would do it and I would just like write down random things. 
but there was like one thing I really wanted that like truly does not exist but in the first Toy Story movie um there's a like Andy has this like shark that's like a pretty typical like shark yeah. that you'd find on like most toy stores uh-huh. but anyway there's a scene in the movie where like the shark puts on like Woody's hat and like mm-hmm. imitates Woody and he's like howdy 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 yes and I remember I was, that yeah and I was like I just really want a shark that says howdy with that cowboy hat like, that's really what I wanted and your and, parents were like what the fuck is this like, like we can't find this and so oh to God. this day I'm like I'm gonna make this one day like you've got to make it I feel like if you just buy like a Woody toy buy a shark yeah take the hat off of the Woody toy get some sort of voice recording apparatus Mm-hmm. put it in the shark i mean we can do this we could make this happen i think yeah heck i could even just like go to build a bear and they sell those like little soundy things. yeah you can buy like, the little like thing yeah. the little squeezer things that that say your voice perfect done i mean mm-hmm. it's too easy yeah but i'm still looking for it for my dune sandworm of my dreams so if anyone finds one let me know but as far as i can tell they are not manufacturing them at this time and it's yeah it's it's a big hole in my life you want that official merch? I do. Like, I, I let me give you my money. Like, Dune, just like shut up and listen. Take my money. Like, <laughs> I would buy all the plush sandworms if you made them. You know, I think I and I think they're missing out on like a huge demographic here. I think a lot of people would buy them. Does uh, Boba Fett now have the uh, like plush um, rancors? I don't know. I haven't looked yet, but we have like multiple stuffed banthas in our house because that's important i actually got yeah. andrew a backup one because we realized that the stuff bantha i got him a while back because he loves banthas they're like his favorite thing um we figured out that like this was apparently like a very rare bantha i didn't oh. mean i didn't mean to buy a special bantha i just like, ordered it from target you know and i'm like oh cool stuff bantha cute what's well, an adorable bantha and then they don't make them anymore. And then we can't f- find the same Bantha anywhere. And the other stuffed Banthas out there aren't as cute. And I was like, what the fuck? So I found one online on like Mercari, like a secondhand app. Someone was selling the same Bantha. It's the only one on the internet. Like I scoured the internet for this thing. So I bought it for like way too much money, like over mm-hmm. market value because I was like, I need this Bantha. So I surprised Andrew with like a backup Bantha. So now we have two. And they're really cute nice yeah and i'm sure everyone cares a lot about this but <laughs> these are my struggles <laughs> anyway um let's take a little break and then we will be right back all right sounds good and we're back and to start us off for the second half here I found a wild article that I want to talk about and we can discuss and have a little, um, what would you do? So this is a Buzzfeed article. Um, basically they asked the Buzzfeed community, um, if you're a parent, tell us the darkest secrets that you've kept from your kids. So here's the results. There's some wild ones in here. I won't read all of them, but there's some crazy ones in here. So let me read some and we can discuss like what we would have done. Like if we think they're like in the right or not for like keeping these things secret. Cause some of them I'm kind of like, okay, I see your point. And then other ones I'm like, what the fuck? So let's get into it. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
sorry. <laughs> this one just, it's crazy. Okay. So this person says I was dating their mom's sister, but when I went to a family dinner for the first time, I saw my girlfriend's sister. I fell in love on the spot and now she's my wife. We don't talk to my wife's sister anymore. And I'm taking this one to the grave. Ooh. So basically this man was originally dating what would be the aunt of his kids. So he was like dating the aunt of his future kids, showed up to a family dinner, was like, shit, I like your sister better. Ended up marrying the sister and having kids with her. And now they don't talk to the original one he was dating, like, like her sister. Why does this seem to happen a lot on this show? <laughs> I know. Why it is this a, a theme? Lot. No, I know. But like, okay, do you, like, do you think he's right? Like not telling his kids that? Well, I mean, at a certain, well, it depends on how old the kids are, but at a certain point they're going to ask like, hey mom, Why don't, don't we talk to you don't whoever? Talk to yeah. Like, yeah. I know. See, like, I, like, I feel like I agree. Like I wouldn't tell them like for a while, but like, I don't know. I mean, at some point I feel like they're going to ask like, Hey, what's up with aunt whoever? Like, why don't we talk to her? You know, like, I don't know. I feel like it's going to come out. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if they're adolescents, and that's a good time to be like, well, your dad was boning the sister, and then we Fun were like, fact. why don't we bone? And then that's how you ended up on Earth. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, here's another one. This one, this, this kind of dark. There's actually a few of these people submitted um, in a similar situations, but my daughter doesn't know she had an older sister who tragically died years before she was born. Oh, geez. It's dark. And then there was another one that was my son had a twin, but the twin died like when they were really little and he doesn't remember the twin. So they've just never told him he had a twin. Yeah, both of those. I mean, like, Dark. I, I think it's almost in a way better to not really like dwell on it. Yeah. It's like, to me, like, it's always worse when they're just like, remember your dead brother yeah the or they're like, like the type that like Bob? has like a shrine to that kid in their house yep. no, i mean not an actual shrine but you know what i mean they're like and this is your angel brother or whatever and you're like no yeah i mean i don't know i feel like obviously like when they're older i think i would tell them but like i don't know yeah don't Have we talked about the whole little Salvador Dolly thing on this podcast I don't think so so he had like an older brother or sister that died okay and so whenever he was little his parents just basically like raised him as if he was that like dead child like they would just like call him the like dead child's name and stuff like that see so, that's like, where you get into issues like that's scary <laughs> that's, that's how you create a Salvador Dali because I mean dude was weird and now like yeah it makes a little bit of sense of why that dude like had a pet anteater and stuff very chill very cool <laughs> <laughs> yikes yeah see there's a fine line between like this is a nice remembrance of someone and like this is crazy like <laughs> um this next one's wild too another theme um my kids always ask me why their first cousin looks just like them i have oh, yet to find no. <laughs> oh no <laughs> 
I don't like this. You know where this is going. I have yet to find the courage to tell them that he is their sibling and not cousin. I had several one night flings with my sister-in-law resulting in her having my child and not my brother's. My kids are not the only family members in the dark. No one knows, but me and the sister-in-law. So like the dude's just like raising the kid. Oh wow! Like they were fully just going with this lie. Like everyone, everyone's just chugging along. Like, yeah. Like he, I I assume he thinks it. Like he was. I know he's got. I think it's actually his. You know, like. Yeah. I guess like if you're married, you're regularly boning. So I mean, like if your wife did get pregnant, you would be like, oh boy, sounds good. And I mean, also like if they're if it's his brother, like so they are. I mean realistically like two brothers could produce like pretty similar looking like offspring so I mean uh, sometimes there are like relatives and families who randomly really look like an aunt or something you know so like I do like I kind of I mean it makes sense that they would just be like yeah that's crazy you guys look so similar but like damn you know (laughs) yeah to be honest with you I think I'd take that one to my grave yeah you you gotta you gotta just keep up appearances at that point I think but wait till they like here's the other thing that freaks me out about stuff like that is now like everyone's finding out these like dark family secrets because of like 23 and me and shit because like people can actually trace their entire like genetic ancestry now and people are like wait my mom's not my mom (laughs) but would you find out if it's like two brothers I don't know I mean technically they should be able, like they should be able to discern it but like I think both brothers would have to be on 23andMe probably to I think like make the so. distinction because like otherwise so, like, you're gonna be like oh yeah like the same genetics overall are there they're close but I mean they're not twins so like I don't know yeah basically just like don't do 23andMe if you're the dude with like secret children out there no for real though but then the kids could come back and be like that's weird like (laughs) like what (laughs) like what if the what if the fake dad has no like the brother has no idea and he does 23andMe and then his child does too and then they're like wait a second what (laughs) like yeah wild I'd say try to get away with that as long as you can if there's a certain point it's like oh man oh that's crazy we didn't know about that at all (laughs) oh my god so wild um okay let's pull up the next one you know what's crazy to me is that whole like genre of porn where it's like stepbrother like, I can't. Is, I can't with that genre. I know we and we've talked about this. How this is like a huge thing now. We've talked about this on the pod before. I always thought it was fake, but the more of these stories you're reading, I'm like, is this like real life though? Like, people, this seems to keep happening more. People be doing this shit out here. Like, it is wild. Okay, here's another crazy one. My son has an older half sister that he doesn't know about. His father got a woman pregnant on a one-night stand, and she moved away right after the positive pregnancy test. The baby was born a few months before I met him. He had a picture of her, but never met her, and later signed his parental rights away when they requested. Uh, My son is now 22, and I know this would hurt him. I don't know. I mean, do you think it would hurt him, though? Like, I think if he's 22, tell him. Like, because what if he wants to have a relationship with that? Like, it's a half-sister. Like... 
what if what if he wants to have a relationship with her you know i'll say he's like 22 and i mean like the dead didn't really do anything wrong if like it's not like he suggested that whole like form like the lady could have been like i want you like to pay and he would have been on the hook but she was like no like i just want to like be with someone else sign your rights away and he's like okay like yeah and like know. she intentionally like, great... she, like she moved away when it happened like she clearly didn't like want him to be involved so yeah and like i don't know like the baby was born like after like right before like she met this man so it's not like he had an affair and had like a yeah. pregnancy one night stand it's just like this happened and then shortly after he like met the person he was supposed to marry like just kind of shitty timing um i don't know i i i, I would say tell the son also like i don't know I'm, I'm just in there and i'm not saying like criticizing but like no parents are perfect and if you're 22 years old and still think you're like parents are angels then like i don't know what you're on because like i'm not criticizing your parents even my parents it's just like people like have faults yeah. And sometimes that ends up with like a kid you didn't know about. Like it's yeah. not like they were like intentionally a dick. Like it's just that happens. Yeah. I know, I know. I agree. Like I just like if your kid's an adult, like I think you can tell them like people mess up sometimes. Like accidents happen. <laughs> like, um this one is interesting. Um, my oldest kid is not my husband's biological child. His biological father chose to never be involved, um, but my husband has been there ever since my son can remember. So he's always been dad. I've always felt that there needs to be a time when we tell him, but my husband never wants him to know. He's 15 years old now and doesn't have a clue. Yeah, this goes back to the adolescent thing. Like he's an adolescent, like he can probably handle that. Like, I don't know if you yeah. want to wait a couple more years when he's like 18 or whatnot. Like, I don't think that's big of a deal. Like, but like, I would still tell him at like some point in the next like five years or so. Yeah. And, but I mean, I guess like the dad like doesn't want him to think of him as any less like his dad, you know, which I guess I get. Like, that's sweet. Sounds like he's a good dude. <laughs> Thomas, stop that. Sounds like he's a good dude, you know, but like still, it's, um, to be honest, know. like, and I was like thinking this the other day, I was like, honestly, like, I feel like we're at that point now where like, I feel like when we were growing up, like, it was like, oh if you're not biological something's wrong but anymore nowadays i would think like if you're choosing to like adopt or like you're not like biologically responsible for the child and like are actually like taking that on that responsibility like you should be given like a little bit more credit to a certain degree because it's like yeah you're choosing to do all this on your own free will like you're not like beholden to anybody for it yeah yeah no i agree um and then here is the last wild one. My ex-husband had a child eight months into our relationship. He had a one night stand with someone a month before we met and she never told him she was pregnant. He didn't even find out until the day after the baby was born. Adoption was already set up and he agreed that would be best. Fast forward 20 years and we have an 11 year old who has no idea that he has a half brother. So another situation of like someone had like a one night stand baby, like shortly before like the real relationship and there's like a secret half sibling out there <laughs> like I don't know I mean I think just tell him like I think 11 is a little young but I think when he gets a little older tell him that you know there's someone out there yeah that's 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 my thing it's like I, I feel like it's a, that we were saying like don't burden children like 
without reason but at a certain point like i don't think information necessarily has to hurt if they're like like, matured like if they are like mature enough to equip themselves with it yeah i yeah i agree it's just oh man it's it's interesting there's some wild stuff out there (laughs) anyway speaking of wild stuff why don't you tell us about the tiktok video you just shared with me yeah i just got it from a friend of the pod and she just like sent it nonchalantly like right before we were recording very convenient timing (laughs) yeah it was we were like what are we going to talk about then i got this story like out of nowhere it's an old lady who's detailing her love affair with a pigeon (laughs) and yeah she is at first it sounds like a little like nice she's like yeah i like raised the pigeon when it was really young and i was like well this is like kind of wholesome and she just made like she's in love with the pigeon she's like he was passionate he was filled with rage and jealousy but he loved to cuddle me and like then she like goes on to describe like his loving like purrs and she does like the noises and i'm like oh and then she's like yeah he'd cuddle in my bosom and i'm like oh okay like so you do you mean love affair he's like yeah it was the most passionate love of my life she fully says like they like made love by him like pecking her face or something like yeah it is wild this I wasn't sure how the anatomy worked with like a pigeon and a lady but like she's clearly into it she claims it was working for her yeah I don't know what was working but something was working for her (laughs) and the husband's like we're moving away from this pigeon (laughs) (laughs) and it's from like vice and the interview dude was like he has like the upper eye thing the entire time. Like he's very, I know, just like, like an judging. eyebrow raised. He's like, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Yeah, her doing the the, the best thing ever. Like, I know. And she's like so into this story too. And I'm like, why are you into this? This is really weird. No, I know. It's it's too much. <laughs> She's like, yes, it was so irresistible, his noises that he made. And then like then she does them and you're like, yep, that's <laughs> I that's irresistible all right you got me <laughs> that's what a pigeon sounds like they that's all a pigeon yeah <laughs> god too much um we'll try to post the link to this video so you guys can watch it because you should watch it it is i mean so I, i'm not gonna say like your day will be improved but no. like you'll i don't know you'll you'll have feelings about it <laughs> What, not uh, gonna say they're good or bad feelings but you'll have feelings about it <laughs> what animal would you have a love affair with oh man tough question honestly i mean we were just talking about really cute little rodents and like honestly like i think like like chinchilla or guinea pig or something would be up there because they're just so freaking precious like you can just like snuggle it and like hold it on your face you know and just be like mm, that's nice yeah yeah that's the that's the right answer i should do like hamsters and like that or like it's pretty illogical that you'd have sex with it that way like just like like, make things really clear yeah yeah. like (laughs) like, if you go too big of an animal don't say like horse or something because that's where it gets weird (laughs) (laughs) oh god I was about to say like dolphin because I was like, yeah, they're horny anyway, but no. like, I don't, I don't want to go there. No, that's too much. They'll rape you. Anyway. <laughs> like, it's scary. <laughs> oh God. Um. Well, 
switching gears to like a less scary topic, I guess. Um, I think we need to touch on the fact that the Obi-Wan trailer officially dropped for mm-hmm. the new Disney Plus original Star Wars series. Our boy, Ewan McGregor, back in action finally. It's been a long time coming. Um, and yeah, I mean, let's just discuss. Like, it, I I obviously came several times just watching the trailer. I mean, it's it's already next level and I'm so fucking excited. No, I like it, especially like after Boba Fett where like, I'm not saying it's bad. It's just like, I think there's like overall like a mixed feeling about Boba Fett in terms of like, it was very like it was story-wise, slow. like a weird structure. It was slow and then it just turned into Mando. Like that's what happened. Like the first half was slow and then the second half was just the Mandalorian. So yeah. Which I'm excited for this because I like the like it looks like it's like fairly like one straight story like mostly just focusing on Obi-Wan and then like I guess like the Inquisitors who are like after him for the most part so like I'm all for that. The only thing I don't like but it relates pretty well to like Mando or Boba Fett is um, the biggest criticism was just kind of like overall like design of other alien races because they go like very humanoid and like Ahsoka I was actually on board with I thought they like kind of blended it well but yeah the Grand Inquisitor uh, is like Thrawn I think or something like that is like who's in it but um yeah like I agreed with it like if you look at like episode three they have like that race portrayed like very well like it even it holds up even though that was like 2005 it holds up really well and then even Rebels is where the like the actual like, characters from, and then this one they just went like of human with like some lines on his forehead. So like, yeah. it just doesn't seem like they really like took a lot of time with it, which has been some of my like complaints with other Star Wars series to a degree. Where it's like, I'm okay. Like you, it's a TV show. You're not gonna have the same budget as a movie, but like you can put like a little effort into makeup. No, I know everyone's mad about that because like, yeah, they were just like, why is this so bad? Like, what are you doing? I mean, people had the same issue when there was like, basically like creases in like the foam, like head tail things that Ahsoka was wearing. Like they, they, they made them better, but like, I mean, in, um, gosh, what was the first time she showed up? I guess like season one of Mando. Yeah. Yeah, they were bad. But then by season two or whatever, like they had improved them. I think they worked out the issues. But like, I don't know. Yeah, I just wish like they would go like, I don't know, honestly, a little bigger budget on like these Star Like it's Star Wars. You have an infinite budget to work with, I would assume. Like, <laughs> well, that like the Marvel shows on Disney Plus, granted, I haven't seen every single one, but like they look like the movies. Like the Marvel shows like have the same budget thereabouts as the movies. Like I'm not there going like, oh wow. Like and to a certain degree, like they even look almost like a little bit better because they're not like as forced to do like the like weird third act stuff. But I'm like, do the same with Star Wars, where I'm like, are like I seen like the behind the scenes. I know what John Favreau is doing, like with that cool like set thing. So like they're saving like a little bit of money by like looking like somewhat realistic without just like being shot like completely like on location or anything. Yeah. Like just put money in the makeup, man. Like that's just all like I want. Li- just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. just a little, honestly. Yeah. No, I agree. There's some stuff where they're definitely like slacking and I don't think they need to be. 
um again i say like if righteous gemstones can do it you can do it too yes. like come on <laughs> like- <laughs> but i do like i mean overall like i feel like um they have the casting like they got um if you didn't get you and you didn't have a show but like then you have like hayden and i'm blanking on the guy's name but like basically luke's uncle um owen yes i don't remember what that actor's name is but he's the joel one. edgerton oh yeah yeah yeah. he's because yeah. he's the one who was in the um like episode two and very briefly at the end of episode three like it's the same actor again so that's exciting um yeah for just for like sake of continuity i like that that they're not really like recasting anyone it's the same people i am really excited to see if we're gonna get to see any hayden christensen not just like walking around in the darth vader costume because like quite honestly like i love that they brought him back because like i think like justice for hayden christensen but at the same time i'm kind of like oh you could throw anyone any tall dude in that and just walk around in the costume like you don't need to have hayden christensen for that so other than like voiceover work maybe but like i i hope they do some sort of like flashbacks or something like with Anakin and Obi-Wan like in this series where we actually like get to see our boy Hayden like in the flesh that's what I'm hoping so Rebels did this thing really cool which was the first time that Ahsoka meets Darth Vader Anakin um she doesn't know it's Anakin like right off the bat essentially and then um when they fight like the mask cracks and so it's like half Darth Vader like half Anakin face oh shit and it's bomb and I really hope they do that because like I don't even care if they do like, like exactly that reveal with it where like that's how Obi-Wan finds out because like Rebels did it perfectly like I'm okay with like that being done again that's sexy I love that yeah it is and yeah. especially like he had like the yellow eye too where like it's really Ooh. like creepy looking I love it damn but yeah i hope we get some sort of cool stuff with with hayden christensen and he's not like wasted basically um you know much like how we fucking never get to see mando like we see him like once in a blue moon and i'm like come on let my man go like why cast why cast a very attractive man if you're not gonna let us see him like it's the thing that upset me (laughs) uh meanwhile like Boba Fett he can keep your helmet on my dude that is that's not a problem not that I don't love Tamara Morrison like I do I think right. he's great but I'm just like no that's fine you can you can wear the costume <laughs> well and that's ironic because he's the one who like doesn't he's just like walking around the streets like he's not gonna wear my chilling, like yep. yeah <laughs> he like he's like oh you're really gonna make me put my helmet on we're like yeah you're fighting you probably should have that on my dude <laughs> like <laughs> Did you see the uh, honest trailer for the Book of Boba Fett? No, was it? Funny? I'll send it to you. It's really okay, good. I need but... to watch it. Well, it's funny because like they always made fun of the prequels because it'd be like, "Get ready for council meetings," and like yeah. how it's like that, like Senate hearings. So the Boba Fett, they were just like, "Get ready to discuss appointments," and he's like, "Sorry, he's not available for your appointment." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm like, "Oh yeah, they do do that a lot." <laughs> no, it's literally like, I mean, it's a little too slice of life the way they did it like it's a little too mundane on like the daily life of boba fett like i'm like no we don't actually need to see all this like this is fine it's literally just him like walking about town like running errands and i'm like that's cool but like i can do that like i don't need to see it like in star wars form like (laughs) 
No, my favorite is they're like talking about all his cool like friends who help him, and they're like talking about the Wookie yeah. and uh, his like uh, I, Mulan lady. I can never think of her name, but she was uh, Mulan, and yeah. she's like, his right hand man. And then they're like, and his badass Fennec, team. Fennec, Fennec Shand is her name. Yeah. Yeah. Shand, and they're like and his badass team of <laughs> vespa riding teenagers <laughs> why were those so bad i'm still so mad about that i like the audacity of them to just like give us these characters i hated it <laughs> well then the like car the vespa scene was like literally so slow i was like worst chase scene ever the, they're, they're the going like cut. five miles an hour like they're so slow <laughs> I was just laughing the other day with Kim because Kim had like a, a Vespa yeah. in like grad school and that's how she like got around campus and like because she was in like Wisconsin or some shit. And she, I was like, you need to bring that shit back with like how high gas prices are. And I was like, what is what are those bad boys top out at like 35 miles per hour? And she's like, yeah, barely. Like, <laughs> and I'm like you should be cruising around town in one of those. Like. <laughs> But for real, why was that chase scene so bad? It was so funny. The my favorite one is the YouTube cut with um the Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift music. Because <laughs> uh, the guy in the speeders like, like, like cruising around corners and stuff and like crashing through things, and then they're just like putting along. Like <laughs> and that was another uh, example of like bad makeup because like they they like all the like teenagers had like implants but they all looked like you just like glued on some plastic to their face like it looks like they didn't even try they're like oh "Oh, yeah these guys are like modded out they've got these crazy tech things like built into them and then it's just like like a snazzy eye patch basically (laughs) (laughs) again i say we gotta make some improvements on the hair and makeup budget this shit's embarrassing (laughs) disney plus has like billions of dollars so much money they have so much money. Like, I'm sorry, but like HBO is out here blowing them out of the water. And I'm like, you've got HBO money. Why aren't you doing this? Like, <laughs> uh, you know, like it used to be like a stark difference between like other things and like HBO. Cause you're like, yeah, right. HBO has got that budget. Like they could do mm-hmm. that. But I'm sorry. Disney plus has that fucking budget. Like <laughs> but they're just not, they're just like, eh, we'll just no. do some like Peppa Pig stuff, I guess. don't bring that weak shit in here i know it's it's crazy damn well i mean speaking of um you know you and everything you ready to get into some thirst corner yeah we will by the way he does look good by the way he's looking real good i know he is looking like a little like little grizzled little older Mm. Ooh, it's working for me i will say that So on that note, let's get into some thirst corner. Sounds good. Okay, so 81-year-old celebrities. Honestly, like I can't believe like we're we're still like hitting it out of the park on these and we're in the 80s now. Like that's that's old. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're old and some of these are like interesting. Like I like how like different these people are, but it's interesting. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. The first one on here is Pele, the soccer dude. Oh, okay. I, I haven't thought about him in like I don't know a long time. I always like heard about him. Like I don't like until I saw this photograph. I don't think I knew what he looked like. I don't know if I could tell you like any facts about him. But like I just like knew he was famous and existed. But like 
given the fact that he's 81 yeah he probably hasn't played soccer in like at least 40 years yeah no I've just kind of heard about him but not in a very long time so okay wow so cool he's still around yep also cool he's 81 okay then we have Ringo Starr from the Beatles okay okay I feel like we've had a lot of Beatles recently I guess they're all around the well, not a lot. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say we just have two. Paul I'm sorry, never mind. I, I guess we just talked about Paul McCartney a lot, but yeah, yeah, he was recent. Then we have Al Pacino. Oh wow, dude's got like a lot of energy. Every time he's in something, he's just like going like full blast. Like, yeah, you know, good for him. Did you see? Um, oh, it's really not a good movie at all. Uh, the Adam Sandler movie Jack and Jill. No. I haven't seen that movie. I looked it up because people talk about how bad it is. There's a so Al is in that movie, and like he's in love with female Adam Sandler. Oh no! Yeah, you can already that is like so disturbing. Like I, the fact that that movie exists upsets me a lot in the first place. And then yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like that at all. No, uh, a well, no from me. If you do look up on uh, YouTube, Al Pacino, he does a cappuccino commercial. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. It's horrible. It's like so the worst. Bad in that. Dear movie. God. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, wow. we have pa- we have Patrick Stewart who like he looked like the same he did in the eighties. He really tell- does. You could tell me he's any age. Yeah. There was, like, an X-Men movie where, like, they did, like, made him try to look young, and it just looked really weird because he already looked young. Like, you could have just put no makeup on him. Yeah, exactly. Like, but instead, he looks him. like this weird doll thing. That's creepy. I, yeah. Has okay, technology we, gone too far? Maybe. <laughs> yep. They have Tom Jones and Nancy Pelosi. Okay. All right. Uh, Anthony Fauci. I didn't realize he was 81. Fauci. I knew he was older. Our boy. Yeah. He's looking good. He does like and he's like still like 81. You could tell yeah. me he's like 65 and I'd believe it. Yeah, then we have let's see Nancy Sinatra and Neil Diamond and Dion Warwick. Wow, that's a list. Mm-hmm. Dion Warwick is 81. Wow, good for her. Right? She's yeah. I don't know if okay. you watch SNL regularly, but did you see the one where Dion the Warwick, Warwick came on show? the Dion Warwick, yes. like actual Dion Warwick came on her talk show with like her, the girl playing Dion Warwick. It was great. It was beautiful. <laughs> I like that talk show concept. It worked really well. And then I liked that like Dion Warwick was a fan of it too. Like, yeah, she thinks it's funny. And I love that. Her tweets are hilarious. Like her, they're so good. Like, <laughs> Well, that's why they did the talk shows. Like, literally, she just, like, tweeted crazy stuff. And they're like, she's funny. I know, it's great. (laughs) I love it. Okay, then we have a bunch of random ones. Um, Hayao Mezaki, he's, like, the Studio Ghibli dude. Oh, yeah. People freaking love him. They do. If you're an anime fan, like, he's, like, one of your favorite people on the planet. Yeah, like, people... Because isn't there's a place you can go in Japan? Like you can go to the studio. Yeah, there's an amusement park. And there's like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It apparently it's like very fun if you're into that. Okay. We got a bunch of random ones James Kahn, Dick Cheney, uh, Martin Sheen. Wow. Okay. Oh, Josh Brolin's father, James Brolin. Yes. 
he was he was fucking hot back in the day too we we don't talk about it enough <laughs> he's looking like a little bit like guy fieri right now i'm not gonna lie like he instead of like blonde hair he's just like white like stark white oh really Ooh. yeah that's, that's okay. a little interesting okay um the the interesting thing about james brolin is so for no country for old men mm-hmm the Coen brothers actually caught cast James Brolin, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, the like offer went to Josh. And so when they, he showed up on set, they're like, wait, what is he doing? We didn't want him. Damn. So like Josh Brolin's career got made because they accidentally cast him. Instead. That's awesome. That's so funny. I love it. Great. All right. We got Raquel Welsh, Faye Dunaway. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nolte. Huh? Okay. I forgot about him. Herbie Hancock. I haven't heard about him in forever. Hmm. Um, James L. Brooks, the like he's a big director. He like real big on The Simpsons. Yeah. Um, and I think that's everyone we got. Oh, we also have um Abdullah the Butcher. Who, who or what is that? I don't know. I'm going to look this up. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> I don't think he's an actual like serial killer. Um, I think he's like a wrestler. Okay. That sounds like a stupid made up wrestler name. Yeah. A Canadian professional wrestler. Oh. I mean, okay, cool. Great. <laughs> the butcher. Love it. He looks like a fun guy. I'll give him that. I'm sure he is. Damn. Oh, man. I'm going to send you this photo just like. Just so you can uh, give your impression of it. Okay. I can't wait. Very excited. He, he was known for like adding a lot of blood in his fights. Let's see here. Oh, no. Oh, my God. What? Yep. Jeez. I thought Canadians were supposed to be like less violent, That's but terrifying. Oh, apparently no. he not so. Oh God. Okay. I don't I don't like it. No. Thank no. You. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Well, cool. Um, well, I brought a thirst for you today that I feel like we have we have talked about him many times, but I feel like we've never dedicated like a full the full thirst corner treatment to this man. And I think it's it's past due, honestly. Okay. My thirst is Taika Watiti. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we brought him up a lot. We've discussed like... him a lot in context of other things, but I don't think we've ever given him the credit he deserves in Thirst Corner, and I'm here to, to write that wrong today. Yeah, because um, usually we, like, talk about him and Rita Ora together. because why are they together. so hot, though? Mm-hmm. Like, why are they so hot? Like collectively, like you look at both of them and you're like, yeah, those are two like good looking people, but there's just something about their energy together. I'm just like, you know, that that sex is like mind blowing. Like you just know you get vibes from them. I feel like, because also they had the thing with Tessa Thompson where the three of them were like making out. And I'm just like, that's the hottest thing I've ever seen. Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. But okay. Taiga Waititi. Let's talk about him. Uh, I have been watching the new HBO series, Our Flag Means Death, that he mm-hmm. did, which is, for those of you who don't know, it's like, a, it, it's kind of, 
I would say it's very like what we do in the shadows, but like with pirates, basically, like same. Concept. But it's like based on a true story, actually, because there is like a rich nobleman who like hooked up with Blackbeard to like try to become a pirate. So like, yeah, weirdly, it's like there is like a basis for the show. Yeah, which is really funny. It is like loosely based on this actual guy, Steed Bonnet, who was like a nobleman who decided he just like wanted to fuck off and be a pirate. It's very funny, um, but it's great. Highly recommend it. It starts out a little slow. Give it a chance, but like I'm very into it now. Um, but it's just it's good. The same kind of like dry, like situational humor, I guess, of like you would say like what we do in the shadows or something. It's kind of like mundane moments with pirates and stuff but like that's what makes it so funny um but yeah they're on this pirate ship and they're, they're, the crew is hilarious and it's just very fun um hodor from game of thrones is in it he's oh, i love he's that one, dude he's one of the pirates yeah. yeah he's very fun um so he's in it um uh, but then uh i guess the biggest draw is that um taika watiti himself plays blackbeard and he is so funny he's so good in this it's hilarious like I can't recommend it enough but also like as he was playing Blackbeard I was just like why is he looking so hot right now though like I was like why am I so attracted to this like comedic version of Blackbeard right now like okay I see you um but yeah he just looks really good he's got this like edgy kind of black outfit on and then he's got like this big old like beard and then he's got like long hair it's all like crazy it's very funny but um no it's great and I just feel like he is such a talented person I feel like it's more like a total package thirst because like I mean he is super he is very attractive like I definitely think he's like a good looking dude but also I just think he's very funny clearly very talented and cool um also love that he is um like part like maori like so he's like a like an aboriginal dude from new zealand and i feel like he's been very like always very like pro new zealand very like into like his heritage and stuff um i just think he's super cool all around so that's my thirst no, I think you have a good one. No, I love him to death, though. So I'm all for him. Yeah, I just think he's great. And I'm glad that he is. He's clearly doing well in Hollywood. I mean, he's like directing movies and shit. Like, he's obviously got a lot going. So, like, I'm glad that other people have like acknowledged this also. And he's like doing well um, because I think he deserves it. What is your thirst for this week? I had a couple just because I've been watching like a bunch of stuff. So let's see. Um, I'm catching up on the second season of Righteous Gemstones. Okay. Yeah. Great. So I just watched the, um, let's see, I'm on like halfway through. So I just finished like every season. It looks like they do like kind of like a look back back in the nineties when like the kids were like actual like children. Mm-hmm. yeah they do like they do like a flashback episode basically which is like always fun which by the way like they have like a one-tenth of the budget as like star wars but what like, their de-aging for john goodman looks so much better than the mark hamill de-aging for like luke skywalker i know i know right okay I'm... and they, they didn't spend like half the money at least like it it was so much better and i was like there was like shading i was like man like they're doing a really good job like it looks exactly like john goodman looked like in the 90s 
no i know they're like absolutely killing it like righteous gemstones is great at like aging people like forward and backwards and stuff and like i mean even just like i feel like just like the makeup on that show is really good too because they do a lot like with just like you can tell just like doing people's hair and makeup and stuff to make them look like older and younger like by a couple years um no like that shows like weirdly like really well produced in that regard and you're just like where did this come from yeah but i'm just like come on star wars get your shit together like (laughs) if john goodman can do this so can you (laughs) like so yeah i was really into the age john goodman this week because i was like wow they actually did cgi really well where it just like wasn't like brain melting me and then um the wife is like jennifer nettles of like sugarland and yeah. like I'm not into country, but for whatever reason, like I'm real into her in this show. Like every time she pops up, um, yeah. I loved her and Walton Goggins' uh, Misbehaving. Oh, in season my, one. I know. I loved it. I loved her, and I love him. I he is, he's great. I I love Baby Billy. Like best character, so good. He's such a sleaze. I love him. I love his giant white teeth. Like I yes. love the super tan. Like I love the whole look that they do for him. Like he's oh, yeah, so good. <laughs> he is, and like he's just funny in everything he does, and like he's just yeah. like a great actor in general. It is um, such a good show. Like I, I've told so many people to watch that show because I feel like it, it's gotten like zero hype, and it is so funny. It's one of like probably the best comedies on tv like in the past few years it's just great yeah and then like my weird thirst too in that show is so eric andre is in the second season <laughs> yeah. and i'm always into eric andre but like they gave him like this beautiful wife essentially and her name is uh jessica lowe i know she's, she's like, gorgeous she is and she's like out of nowhere because like i mean like, i'm not like hating on the cast of righteous gemstones but there's no real like direct thirst of the show i'd say yeah but then she just pops in there and i'm like she's like hilarious she's like hot i'm like where did this girl come from i don't and i like tried looking her up and she's been like a like voice star on like bob's burgers but like other than that like i'm not getting a whole lot of like stuff from her i was trying to figure that out too when i when i first saw her on this season i'm like who is this girl that they're casting with eric andre she must be big from something else and then i was like oh no she's literally some random actress like i was like who is she but like she's great she's very good in it but yeah she's gorgeous yeah the other thing i wanted to talk about and um it's just like real random is I didn't really think I'd bring it up on the show, but do you remember, did you see the clip? I've sent it to you like a thousand times of Julia Fox saying the words uh, uncut gems. Uncut gems, <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. The best thing to happen on the internet in a long time. <laughs> uncut gems. <laughs> I love like seeing all the different interpretations because like no one's decided on a right way to type it out. Cause there's like, a the bazillion ways to spell it yeah vocals of it are just like make no sense jobs. <laughs> and i like what they like asked her about it they're like so like we gotta ask you about the way you said uncut gems and she's like i'm just happy it inspired people to watch the movie and i'm like that wasn't the question that they were asking you girl well did you see the other thing she's like i was high okay like leave me alone <laughs> like i didn't she see that one admit she was super high like for that interview yeah that makes more sense yeah I, I she like that, tweeted then. it or something she was like leave me alone i was high <laughs> like, <laughs> <I'm kind of> jobs. 
<laughs> and like it's so funny because like that so that interview it was on call her daddy like the podcast that's like yeah. where that came from but like the girl alex cooper who's a host like the clip is so funny because she's just like what is a muse and she's like well you know like i was josh safety's muse on anka jobs it's like that doesn't answer the question at all no, like doesn't. that's the best part like <laughs> like in no way does it answer the question it's so good the oh other funny gosh. part about it is like you haven't seen anka jobs but her role in the movie is like if they were basing it on like that character on you in real life, like you should be offended. Okay. I, yeah. I haven't seen it because everyone says it would stress me out to watch that. Movie, it would. But... I mean, like basically she plays like, so Adam Sandler's married and like, she plays the lady that like Adam Sandler is like cheating on his wife with. Typical. So like. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and Love she's it. like very like kind of like gold diggery type thing. So I'm like, that's like really based on you in real life like I don't know if I'd be admitting it (laughs) yeah you're kind of like ooh, great (laughs) but now I love the Anka Jams all the (laughs) all the like parodies of it and stuff have just been beautiful it's the gift that keeps on giving on the internet did you see someone made a Julia Fox's um on uh uncold jams and it's like an actual like jam like product that you can buy yes That's beautiful and perfect. Oh my gosh. Uh, my favorite one was um the I think I sent it to you, but the Raul Coley, the actor from Midnight Mass, the sheriff who played the sheriff on Midnight Mass. Yeah. He's like, he did a parody where he's like, Yeah, you know, I was I was his muse on Midnight Mass. <laughs> it was like <laughs> so good. It was so good. <laughs> oh, anyway, yeah. Well, that's Thirst Corner. Um, any random chatter? No, I really just wanted to talk about Uncut Gems because it's like forever in my thoughts. Uncut Gems. And it makes me laugh. No, I know. It'll just pop through my brain sometimes out of nowhere in the middle of the day. And I'll just be like walking around my own house being like, Uncut Gems. (laughs) 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 I even got Andrew into it. He says it now too. (laughs) I I like have a hard time just saying that because it's like, I always have to be like, I was Josh Safdie's move on, he was on Uncut Gems. Like for yeah. whatever reason, that that whole phrase like is golden. So good, because again, because it does not answer the question she asked in any way. That's what makes it so much better. <laughs> like it's like that's not that's not anything. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh boy. <sighs> All right. Well, I guess that about wraps it up then. All right. Peace and blessings, y'all. Peace and blessings. <laughs>